Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Companies that set out to change the world should stand for something, something that matters. For Tanium, it was managing and protecting the world's growing number of endpoints. Tanium empowers organizations to embrace digital transformation and change the way people both work and live. They help critical government agencies see what's coming, protect and defend five branches of the U.S. military, and more than half of the Fortune 100 rely on Tanium to manage and secure their critical assets. To learn more, visit Tanium.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney Roberta Grimes will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, as you all know, and I'm thrilled that you're with us today. This is going to be fun. I love hearing from listeners to robertagrimes.com, although occasionally someone will come along, they'll send me a question that's a real stumper for me. A few months back, someone who had lost a relative with a mental illness asked me about mental illness in the afterlife, and I knew almost nothing about that topic. And I generally don't want to know about that kind of thing anyway. I only like the happy stuff, the puppies and the sunshine and all of that, but Mental illness of various kinds affects many people, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized there were a lot of ways in which mental health issues could interact with afterlife questions. So I began to want to know more myself. I turned to my wonderful friend, Suzanne Wilson, who is not only the greatest living evidential medium, but she has some familiarity with the problem of mental illness. And she, in turn, enlisted Mark Pitstick, who is a spirituality-based counselor, and he's working closely right now with Dr. Gary Schwartz at the University of Arizona at Tucson. They're both with us today. So we have got the A-team working on this one. Welcome to you both. I'm so thrilled you're here. Thank, Thank you. An you. honor to be here. So awesome. Thank you. 
You've both been guests on Seek Reality in the past, so we need to spend a lot of time doing full introductions. What I'd like to do, though, is ask each of you, Suzanne, first, to tell our listeners who may not have heard you before just a little bit about yourselves and why this is an area of special interest for you. I think this is about my fourth or fifth time on the show, Roberta. Yes. And, you know, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Um, working with you is amazing. Uh, well, so I'm known as a carefree medium because I live and work out of carefree Arizona. And I do believe that when we are knowledgeable about how to connect with our own spiritual team of guides, angels, and loved ones in the light, that we can live a more carefree life. So I am uh, a spiritual medium of the evidential sort, meaning that when I bring through a spirit, they're giving those tiny details that no one could possibly know, so you know it's really them. And mostly my passion these days is teaching. I teach over the computer classes in intuition development, in mediumship development, and then, of course, an author of Soul Smart, What the Dead Teach Us About Spirit Communication, which, Roberta, you actually helped me form and shape and wrote the foreword <laughs> for. So, book. It's, oh, it's, I just, you know, I have gotten so much feedback. People need this ABC123 list of how to make their own connection. And so, you know, that's what we've done with that book. But my interest in mental health, when you sent me that email, I thought, God, why aren't people talking about this? Yeah, it's mental illness is so prevalent. I was counseled as, as a child. I was nine years old sent to a child psychologist because my mom and my stepfather thought maybe, you know, I was like a, a screw loose here because I was talking about seeing colors and lights around people. And not only that, later on, we um, realized that my mother was bipolar and schizophrenia runs in her side of the family. So I have a lot of experience with this. I thought that That's was the my story. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's wonderful. Now, Mark, quickly, what, 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 you, you're a counselor who works with people with mental illness, right? Well, I'll cover that. Um, I was in um, pre-med studies and started working in hospitals and was around many people with physical and, quote, mental ailments, uh, especially seeing people who died by suicide and so on. Uh, so I decided to start working for suicide education and prevention counseling uh, in my youth and then decided to go to theology school instead uh, and took all the pastoral counseling they had, internship at a uh, psychiatric hospital, etc. After that, I got a master's degree in clinical psychology and practiced at two mental health centers and uh, private counseling for a couple years and then doctor of chiropractic because I wanted to do holistic health care and 32 years of that treating body, mind, and spirit. So any day I will, uh, every day I deal with people with, quote, mental uh, symptoms. Wow, yes. So what we're, what we're going to try to do today is help people understand what the interface is between what we now are beginning to understand is true about the afterlife and the fact that some people here have mental illnesses, you know, um, was it something they chose? Is it, it, does it affect the mind or is it really just only the brain? I mean, there are lots of things I know people are interested in, in hearing. Um, and we're going to have a chance really to talk about all of that. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to take a quick break now and just, um, 
I, I want everyone to stick with us because this is, now that I'm interested in this area, I'm very interested in this area and I've started to do my own research. So I'm excited to hear what the real experts have to tell us. So everyone stick with us. We're just going to take a quick break. This is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Is it science or is it magic? Once a magical thing has been scientifically proven, is it no longer magic? Or is magic simply the science of tomorrow? Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, on The Science of Magic a syndicated radio program dedicated to combining the science and magic of today's dynamic and controversial topics to co-create new solutions. By triangulating information from today's leading experts from the scientific and magical fields, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truths you won't find anywhere else. Join us daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, 
as I interview the shared thoughts with the amazing guests from both science and magic. The resulting knowledge is unprecedented. As a gift to you, the listener, past episodes can be accessed on our website free of charge at thescienceofmagic.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to Seek Reality, everyone. This is Roberta Grimes, and I'm here with Suzanne Wilson and Mark Pittstick. We're talking about something which I think all of us ought to be thinking about more now that I'm interested. I'm very interested in this topic. And it's the question of mental illness and the afterlife. I mean, just what my particular questioner wanted to know at the time was, it was a brother who had had a mental illness and finally killed himself. And the question was, did did his brother plan to have that mental illness? Was it planned into his lifetime? Or do you have any sense about that, Suzanne and, and Mark? Well, I wouldn't speak to any specific case myself. But what I will say is that sometimes mental illness is part of the soul's plan that uh, we meet with our guides and we plan certain major uh, experiences in our life, either because it's of service to that soul's growth or it will serve the growth of the soul of someone in that family. So, and sometimes both, which is a win-win, even though it's very difficult, it can be a gift. On the other hand, sometimes I think psychic or intuitive abilities can be mistaken for psychosis so that can go either way and then finally the third thing is i think some advanced souls just sort of crash land here without a plan and (laughs) maybe just can't handle earth because it's a lower vibration so that's my two cents that's an interesting thing we should pursue that what what do you think mark is this something people plan or what or why did why are people born this way yeah well first of all before i even answer that uh, there's so much of a foundation to build i mean talking about mental illness, what does that term even mean? That'd be like saying physical illness or such a range. So uh, mental illness includes from mild neuroses, personality quirks to uh, profound psychosis. So that's the first thing. In my holistic practice, I've found that most cases of people who supposedly have a mental illness, it's just an imbalance and some sort of imbalance or another. And I'm talking depression, bipolar, anxiety, panic attacks, ADD, ADHD, uh, you name it. They respond when you tune up the body. It can be a deficiency of certain, certain calming minerals, essential fatty acids. It can be too many chemicals and heavy metals impacting the brain. So, you know, it depends on the, the degree of the mental illness. It depends on the type. 
mental illnesses are so often uh, misdiagnosed. I get probably once a week, I get a new patient in and I'm looking at their medication list and oh, I see you've been on Zola for 15 years. Yes, my doctor says I have depression. Really, what, what was going on when you got on this? My husband died. I said, I said, well, that's not depression. That's called sadness. Of course, yeah. you're sad when a loved one passes. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I said, so why are you still on 15 years? I don't know. He didn't tell me to quit taking it. So there's a oh. misdiagnosis and a mistreatment, which can uh, make the problem worse and cause depression. So given, given that, that caveat, um, do I think some people plan to have uh, a mental illness from the soul perspective? I, I think that might happen for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, souls can make impulsive choices of a body and brain. You know, ideally a soul will make a good match so that they can reach their soul's goals when they're on earth. But younger souls are sometimes in a rush. Oh, I don't want to hear what the guys have to say. I know it all. And so they pick a body that may not be a good match and then they get here and it's just so overwhelming that oh. they have mental illness. Uh, another <clears throat> angle on that I see is that I, I believe that some souls volunteer to come here and suffer whether it's mentally or physically to be like a canary in a coal mine to warn the rest of us of what we're doing to our environment our food air and water and finally the last comment i make on that is advanced souls they know that the time on earth is a blink of an eye they know they're one with the one and so on so out of love they will come here and pretend to be a mental patient uh, so that uh, healthcare workers have somebody to work on Oh, how interesting. But yeah. these are, I guess I want to stress something. This is, my understanding is these are bodily illnesses. They express um, as, as something going on in the brain that makes the person seem to be not sane or balanced. But they're not of the mind itself. The mind that comes into this body is not ill, right? Well, consciousness is completely whole upon death of the body. It's just like stepping out of, you know, Roberta, you've called it a meat suit. You step away from the meat suit. I call it like getting out of your old used car and you're free. So whatever was in the the mental and physical and emotional um, is healed. But you're very observant when you get to the other side of what that experience was like. You feel how everyone felt around you. Um, and most souls that my friends in the dead community tell us will take a little nappy poo um, in a hall of healing is, is some of the terminology I've heard and just rest because maybe they did have a tough time. But when they wake up, they hear all the thoughts and prayers that others have said for them. And then they can do the analysis of, gee, whew, what a roller coaster ride that was. So yeah. I don't want anybody out there to think that your mentally ill loved one or your your schizophrenic um, son or brother or whoever is over there still suffering. They are not. They are whole. Yeah. I think that's a very important point to make. Um, and also, what about the what about the lesser kinds of things? Like, I mean, many people have quirks, uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, um, attention uh, deficit disorder. Um, autism or, or they're on the spectrum, the autism spectrum, all of those are, are those also bodily illnesses or are they just quirks? I would defer to Mark on that one, but I feel like those are things that are completely healed. 
upon passing over and they could be part of that bigger picture of life learning and experience either for the person suffering or for the person around them to learn something like they could be learning um, compassionate detachment like I just got to detach from the outcome of whatever is going on over here because this person has OCD I'm not going to be angry or you can learn patience so many things that you can learn from that what do you think Mark? Huh. Well, again, this is such a complex topic that it's it's difficult to even choose words to talk about in, a, in an informed way. But I like the way, Roberta, you're breaking down. Is it brain? Is it organic? Or is it more mind slash personality? So I agree with Suzanne that if it's a brain-based disorder, let's say a person has a really serious biochemical disorder, or the person I mentioned who impulsively chose a poor soul body match then when they pass on i agree it's going to be complete relief or we're like oh my god what a nightmare that was to have <laughs> dropped that body brain however right. if if the quote mental symptoms are <clears throat> part of the mind of the person's mind that is their personality their memories their their tendencies and so on then in my opinion that's something that the soul will have to work on. In other words, from my sense is that physical death is not a complete reset. It doesn't make the stupid wise and it doesn't make the imbalance balance. And, you know, if we were made perfect, we would be robots. So that's the sort of thing then that souls can choose to work on, whether on the other side or when they come back here. And, and especially, I think, if something, if, the, if someone who has a severe mental illness causes someone else harm, um, as a result of it, or, or because they're deep in it, I would think that that's something that they would, when they got back home, they would realize was something they need they they had done and they needed to deal with. It wouldn't just go away as if it wasn't their fault. I think people take responsibility, don't you, for what they do, even if they weren't quite um, maybe making the decision consciously to do something wrong to someone else. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And there's these people, and in, in my friends in the dead community, I call them, also known as heaven, summerland, third level, whatever we want to call it, that, um, you know, to Mark's point, the personality is the same. You don't die and become omniscient and perfect and just some sweetie pie. Like if you were a selfish jerk, um, when you're here in the physical, you kind of arrive there, um, as a selfish person, but then slowly it dawns on you about the greater reality and where you fit in, and every soul still has an opportunity to grow. But I've still met, you know, I had a lady just recently um, who her mother was coming in from spirit, and her mother says, I know it was all about me. I know I made myself the center of the universe there. And she goes, I still am kind of a selfish person, but I want to let you know that I know that that hurt you. And I'm making it up to you from over here. Um, but the woman, the spirit woman's personality and mannerisms, even with me, were like, hey, hey, hey. She was snapping her fingers in my face like, get back to me. You're talking to so-and-so. I have the floor. I have the floor. So, you know, their personality is the same. Once a jerk, always a jerk, I guess. <laughs> and she was just self-centered. Um, was she narcissistic? According to the clinical definition, I don't know. Mark Pitchstick or somebody would have to evaluate her. But her, certain elements of personality were still there. Yeah. Um, here's my take on that, Roberta. And by the way, these are great questions. Kudos for you for having this show. So much uh, needed. <clears throat> but if a person who has mental imbalances causes harm, again, there's a, there's a wide spectrum. So if a 
Um, for example, if a person died by a suicide, that hurts so many other people. It's just devastating. However, uh, the other side, the guides and angels and so on, why I call the evolved support team, totally understand that. And so those souls would have an R&R period, sleep for a long time, rest, rehab, and so on before they have their life review. So the life review is the quote punishment, even though it's not designed to punish or judge right. in any way, it's all about growth and service. But when a person then sees and feels the impact they made on others, that's when there's some punishment, that's when there's learning, that's when there's a temporary hell. So yeah, there's responsibility um, and there's, <clears throat> um, you know, for those who want justice, there is justice. So we, you, you treat people with these illnesses, right? Every day. Okay. Well, so then um, does counseling help them? Do they need chemical treatment? Or what, what are the kinds of treatments that the more serious mental, mentally ill people would, would have? Just quickly, because we're coming to the end of a segment. But I'm curious to know how you're able to help them when they're here. Sure. Well, it's interesting. The, the founders of chiropractic in the late 1800s said that the causes of dis-ease, they broke down the word, are emotional, chemical, or structural. And by emotional, they meant um, something that would respond to counseling. So yes, certainly sometimes there is things like breath work to release old wounds and heal stuck energy. Sometimes it's structural. If a person has misalignment of the skull or upper cervical vertebra, that puts pressure on the spinal cord. That alone can cause anxiety and depression and so on. Misalignment of the sternum, the breastbone, can cause panic attacks. And then chemical, the third category, takes into account nutrition, uh, chemicals, heavy metals, things like that that we mentioned that can impact especially the brain. Wow. So, so uh, this is, if you have then helped them in this lifetime, it would be an easier task for them, it seems to me, to to um, transition feeling relatively whole, where it, easier than it would be for someone who perhaps had, had not had any treatment and was still out of control, anxious and, and upset or depressed or whatever. Well, the way I look at it, and Suzanne will have good input on this, is they don't have to carry their dirty laundry with them. So when they go back, they're ready to uh, enter a higher level of the father's mansion. Wow. Yeah, and bear in mind that sometimes... The mentally ill soul is a, when they're here, the mentally ill, meaning on the earth, they're an advanced teacher who's coming back for um, some really tough assignment, but th that a lot of growth and healing can come from that. Well, this is a fascinating topic. We have a lot more to say about this. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about that moment of death if you have a, have a really serious mental problem. Roberta Grimes, Seek Reality, with my wonderful friends, Suzanne Wilson and Mark Pittstick. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back to Seek Reality. And um, this is Roberta Grimes. I'm talking with my friends, Suzanne Wilson and Mark Pitstick, who are experts in the area of um, the intersection between mental illness and or health and um, the afterlife. Now, I wanted to just mention something that many people may not be aware of. People who have a dementia of some sort, senile dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, their brains are fried. But the people are fine inside. And one of the ways we know this is that there's a period shortly before people leave their bodies when often, even if their brains have been very, very impaired, either you know by accident or because they have one of these, these uh, uh, senile dementia kinds of things going on, they'll be able to sit up and talk normally with people, which is amazing because the, that's the process of the mind separating from the body, and the mind still is controlling the body, but it's no longer impaired by the brain. Don't you think that's fascinating, Mark and Suzanne? I mean, I, I well, love it, it. It's reassuring that the Alzheimer's patient, the, the personality, the consciousness is always kept safe. You're, you're, it, it feels like you're losing them slowly. They are not lost. No. Their own spiritual team around them, their guides and angels and their loved ones that are in the light are keeping all those memories and everything safe. And you, you, as you just mentioned, right before they step out of the body to graduate home to heavenly home, um, they'll have conversations with their deceased loved ones around them. A great teacher of mine, Alan Arcieri, who's now on the other side, um, told me, Suzanne, the difference between a medium and an Alzheimer's patient is the medium goes a little bit out of body to make the connection with the spirit world and then comes right back to the body after. The Alzheimer patient goes out of the body and just keeps going and going and going by, by steps, but is always safe. Oh my goodness, wow, that's amazing. Right. So, so after they have transitioned then, um, and they're, they're you know, maybe they're feeling wounded or somehow damaged. There's plenty of help for them, right? When they're when they're back home. We hear about hospitals and um, spa-like settings, and that's where I hear about halls of healing that have healing rooms in them. If the mental illness has been severe, I've had the souls come in and tell me. At first, I really thought I was just in a hospital because people were dressed like doctors and nurses, yes. <laughs> but it was because I wasn't ready to know that I had transitioned and I had suffered so much, and then it morphed into more of like a spa setting where I took a little nap, but there, there's people, there's highly trained specialists on the other side there to help the loved one when they pass. Wow, isn't that reassuring? That's so, do you have any thoughts to add on that, Mark? Do you... Do you, do you um, what, what, what are your thoughts on what happens when people die who have these impairments still? Well, uh, first of all, I agree with Suzanne that the soul is not stuck in the body. So although to the loved ones, it may, may look like the person with Alzheimer's is suffering. Usually they're having a great time. You know, they're <laughs> they're exploring right. the universe. So right. needn't worry about that. Um and there can be a number of reasons from a spiritual standpoint uh, why a person goes through that. Uh, they could be burning uncooked seeds. You know, who knows what sort of old karma or so on is being burnt out, 
burnt up when they have a, this opportunity to travel like that. Also, um, we mentioned earlier about the causes of mental illness. Care some souls come to Earth to care for others, and so uh, other souls will choose to have Alzheimer's, or that's part of their agenda, and so their loved ones have somebody to care for. Um, yeah. When they pass on, yeah, they might need some R and R afterwards, just like anybody who's gone through a, a prolonged dying degeneration downhill. But uh, they would definitely leave the uh, the Alzheimer's behind. I'd like to mention, as with the other sorts of mental imbalances. Um, Advanced Alzheimer's uh, have not had any success with, or we've not, the other docs in the clinic, but mild to moderate, uh, usually always. Uh, I just had a fellow in, Ron, yesterday, 67 years old, came in with 10 years of, of steadily decreasing memory loss. He had been under medical care, all kinds of different meds, and he was going downhill. And uh, also, he was very, very anxious, depressed, and had a very solid suicide plan, like walk out in his backyard and oh. put a pistol to his head. Um, oh. Yesterday was our one-year anniversary of uh, starting holistic treatment with him, and he and his wife agree he's about 70% better. He's calm. He's happy. He's not depressed. His memory's coming back. He can engage in a conversation now. So I just want people to know there are sometimes good holistic answers for this. Wow. Now, let's talk about children, because I know that um, p parents sometimes find their children maybe seeming not quite normal to them. What what advice, Suzanne, do you have for, for parents who are concerned about their children? Roberta, I was that child, <laughs> and I was lucky that I had a grandfather who got me and understood it, but not everybody did at first, and after about a year and a half, of going and seeing the psychologist, he ended up telling them, this is just a very bright, sensitive child. And as far as these lights and things she sees around people and these um, ghosts or whatever she sees around people, that's just fantasy and that will go away. Well, it didn't. Uh, but what I have to say about that was all my experiences were positive. Sure, I'd like a, a spirit could startle me or something, but there was no real scary, bad, evil stuff going on around me. So first thing I tell a parent is go to the doctor, get an evaluation. But meanwhile, here's what you can do. You teach your children to talk to God and ask their angels to surround them and let them talk to you about what experiences they're having. If anything is scaring them or keeping them awake or whatever, yeah, there, an intervention needs to be made because the spirit world is not out to, to scare little kids. That's very, very rare. Um, teach them about being grounded in a bubble of protection and always keep an open dialogue. Try not to overreact to what the child is, is telling you. But I don't diagnose. I don't say don't go to doctor or do go to doctor because I, 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 that's, that's Mark's job. Um, but meanwhile, the parent needs something to hold on to and something to teach the parent. To teach their child, I mean. What about the indigos, the, these special children who are coming in that are much more spiritually advanced? Well, they're coming in with mostly positive experiences, and they'll say something like, Mommy, I remember before when you were my child and I was the mommy. Yes. And um, so our job now being this other generation, the older generation, is to simply listen. 
simply listen and smile and give that child a hug because they're, the indigo and the crystal children are coming in at a completely different vibration from us. Um, we may need to have molecular rearrangements as older folks um, that happen while we're in our sleep to be able to be in this new vibration that the earth is shifting to. These children now are being born at this higher vibration and um, their, their challenge is going to be um, they have to bide their time until their generation matures and they're in charge. Meanwhile, people may want to call them crazy. How would a parent know that their child is an indigo or a crystal child and, and therefore they're, they're perfectly fine? What I wouldn't worry about the labels. I would, and, and I would like Mark to answer that question. Mark, do you work with these children too? Um, well, most of, most of the parents who bring them in wouldn't use those labels, but I, I <laughs> call it evolved souls. And so oh. after, after working with tens of thousands of people in different settings for 45 years, it's clear to me that more evolved souls need a more balanced body brain. They're more sensitive. So these are the people that have the wheat allergies and so on and, and chemical uh, allergies. They're, they have to be just as their soul or their essence is more on a high, fine energy wavelength. Their body needs to be two, so they're so they're congruent with each other, so they're on the same wavelength. And so this sometimes, um, I, I agree that we need to acknowledge their extrasensory perception gifts and and teach them that this is a a blessing. You know, it's a it's a sacred yes. opportunity here. Uh, right. But also, you need to look at things like food allergies. Wheat, for example, absorbs 14 times more pesticides and herbicides than most other grains, and that's one reason why it, it gives physical and mental symptoms for so many people. On my uh, website, by the way, soulproof.com, there's a series of articles um, where I discuss all these topics at length and holistic solutions for them, including depression, people who are empaths and sensitive. Sometimes these kids are just so sensitive and in a good way, but then you imagine being around the average kids, the average earthlings who can be, be beginner or intermediate souls really out of balance and right. it's, it can be difficult. It can be hard for the children to, to, uh, to be absorbing that, yes. Um, it's, this is, uh, don't you wish that we knew all of this when we were very young? Because <laughs> I, I feel as if I'm also learning it now. Yeah, and, and you know, there always has to be someone who is the first, the first generation. Um, and that's why we really appreciate you so much, Roberta. Because you just you take the subjects on, you come out and you do your research, you find the the best and the brightest and the most cutting edge, and I really applaud you for having a show like this. Well, thank you, sweetie. I so appreciate you. You have no idea. Um, this is fun. If it were not fun, I would not do it. And frankly, I look forward to it, and I so much enjoy talking with you. I mean, the two of you are, between you, so knowledgeable in this field. Um, I'm going to want to, you to, I mean... Do, I, Suzanne, you're not taking additional cusp clients, right? Or people who, what, what are you not doing? Not for readings. I've, I've, I've shifted gears on the readings where um, I'm at a point now where I want to teach someone to fish and nourish for a lifetime rather than give them the one reading. So um, I'm very busy with um, small groups of just a handful of people that we meet online. We can see every, each other on the computer and we do mediumship development and intuitive development. Um, and I'm training 
some of the next generation of professional mediums too. Not everybody's going to be a professional medium, just like not everybody's going to be a poet or violinist or um, a psychiatrist. Um, But everybody can make their own individual connection with their own spiritual teams. And I want to teach the world how to do that. I think that's an important new development in this field. More and more people um, are finding that they can, in fact, be in contact with their loved ones. doesn't mean they're a medium. just means that they've developed that contact. And uh, at the recent symposium, I met a number of people who were very much in contact now with loved ones, and this was recent for them. And they were so thrilled. It was wonderful to see how happy it made them that not only did they know that mom or, or their husband or whatever wasn't dead, but they also were having fun together still. I, yeah, I just, and we teach these folks ways to know that it's real and not just your imagination. So you can feel it in the heart. You can feel it in the gut and know that your, your mind is not just making this up. And, and that's what's important in this this new generation of kids coming in, and even the millennials, um, they already get that. So they're just like, they're jump-starting the shift in, in the consciousness higher and higher and higher. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, and also helping people know they're not going crazy. I probably, right. once a day, I get an email from somebody around the country. You know, my my uh, dad passed, and I could see him in my peripheral vision. Am I losing my mind? Yeah. So it's important to people right. uh, let people know that. Absolutely. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk more specifically about, I mean, if any of this has raised, you who are listening, if any of this has raised your curiosity about your own situation, we're going to talk with Mark and Suzanne more about how they might be able to help you uh, get to the next level of understanding, which to me is very important. Meanwhile, please stick with us. Roberta Grimes, Seek Reality. Earth is under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations. Yet, viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself, finding safe passage through challenging times? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School with Great News, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. truth. Historically, we viewed things as either being true or false. Now, as we enter a more expansive era, we find the question is not, is it true, but rather, how true is it? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of the Science of Magic Radio, a syndicated, internationally broadcast radio program dedicated to uncovering this ever-expanding truth. Join me daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview today's leading experts from the fields of science and magic, to uncover the hidden truth between the lines drawn in the sand. What we unearth in our discussions is not only amazing, but totally unprecedented. You won't want to miss a single episode. In service to our listeners, past episodes can always be found on our website with our compliments at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Um, we're, I'm here with uh, Mark Pitstick and Suzanne Wilson, and we're talking about a very important topic, which is, you know, mental health issues and the fact that we're all eternal beings. Now, Mark, what what else can go wrong in, in, that, that people might experience as a sense that they were having a, a mental mental issue? Well, in my mind, one of the possible causes of mental symptoms would be uh, if a person was influenced by what I'll call imbalanced spirits, as we all we were on the course of the uh, panel discussion with George Norrie at the ARR conference recently, and uh, the original Aramaic for for this was wild chaotic energy. So I'm not talking about uh, little devils. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about evil spirits who have lots of power, but I'm talking about imbalanced spirits, weak, confused malicious, capricious, that sort of thing, stuck spirits. And so if a person on earth is not grounded, 
for example, if they're drinking way too much alcohol, they can open the door for stuck spirits who are alcoholics or try and get a fix by hanging out around them. If yeah. they take too many drugs, whether they're mind expanding or not, it can open the valve or filters. Alice Huxley talked about this in his book, Doors of Perception, and allow them to see too much of the greater reality, and then they kind of go crazy from it. Or if they're engaging in occult practices without uh, balancing themselves without being grounded, shielding and guiding and so on. So this is another area for people to watch on. What's your thoughts on that, Suzanne? Boy, I tell you, um, you are spot on. We, I don't have a lot of experience personally with the imbalanced um, spirits that are like attaching to people, but I've seen them and I've seen them too much. And especially when I was having um, strangers come to my office for a reading and I literally can spot it instantly because it's like, it's almost like a dark shadow. Uh, you talk about a monkey on your back. People talk about the monkey on their back when they're addicted. It really looks like a dark shadowy figure. And I don't say this to scare people, but I say this that to let people know that all your thoughts, words, and actions um, should be yours, but they can be colored by darker energies that are attached if you open up to it. And Mark said alcohol, drugs, um, and it's like a cycle that can continue because that monkey on your back is an energy that feeds from your getting high. That's They want to get as close to it as they can. Now, all of this dark stuff we're talking about is a teensy-weensy little infinitesimal percent of what yes. really exists in the spirit world. You don't yeah. have to attract it um, but you really have to look at what your your thoughts words and actions what you're putting into your body and being with mother nature drinking lots of water it's your good intentions that give you the best protection so what, what if you think you have something like this going on what do you do well people talk about exorcisms and shamans and doing all you know whatever works for them um, I find that it is a matter of that person's intention I really do want to change and it starts in all the little things that they do uh, and how they take care of themselves and what they put into their body and what they focus on because you, you tend to get what you focus on so if it's the shaman or if it's uh, energy healer um, we all all humans on the earth have the ability to channel the universal life force through us and to heal ourselves. But there's nothing wrong with getting a little help from our friends. This is one area I know a little bit about. If you get drunk in a bar room, you're very likely to pick up one of these things. And the only way you can ever get rid of it, and this happened to my own father. I didn't understand at the time it was happening to him. The only way you can get rid of it is to stop drinking, period. Then they will leave because, as Mark pointed out, they, they want to be able to get drunk. The same is true with drugs. Um, if, you, if, if you're out of control in these fields, you may well have picked up a passenger, and that passenger will only leave you if you will stop, stop the, whatever the uh, practice is that has attracted them in the first place. So, Mark, t tell people how they could reach you because there's so many things you're able to do. Um, you're a holistic practitioner. You've been doing this for so many years. And uh, many people are attracted to the notion of doing things in a natural way and not just taking drugs. So how would people reach you if they wanted to learn more? 
Well, if they uh, contact my website, soulproof.com, my contact information is on there. I'm practicing less and less these days um, because I'm I'm trying to help people around the world because these same sorts of problems we're discussing, it's happening all around the world. So the number, I mentioned the free articles that address many different facets, challenges people have if they're feeling suicidal, for example. And then the number one product I recommend for people is my book called Radiant Wellness. It was endorsed by Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra and, wow. and um, uh, all kinds of people like that, Elizabeth Cooper-Ross. And so it, it addresses how to fine-tune yourself in body, mind, and spirit. And this gets into all the, the nutrition, the inner cleanse, getting out the chemicals, heavy metals, how to reach that balance. So the Radiant Wellness book, the free articles um, – I talk a lot about nutrition response testing or NRT, and there are practitioners all around the country. So people don't have to come to me. There are other people who are just as good or better than me in your own area, so you can get tuned up. So if, if uh, any listeners have questions or needs, feel free to email me, and I'll reply. That's wonderful, Mark. Thank you. And Suzanne, if, if people are interested in your um, some of your classes that you're now giving in, in intuition and contacting our guides and so on, or maybe they have an indigo child they're interested in talking to you about, how would they reach you? Carefreemedium.com. Carefreemedium.com. And I'm also under Carefree Medium on all the social media. That's how you can find me. I'm also, uh, like Mark, a uh, certified hypnotherapist. I focus only on past life regressions. And so I offer those as well. And I just want to say to people, we all have to be warriors of light because as this consciousness on the earth is shifting into the higher vibe, into more of a compassionate nature, we're going to see, as Mark alluded, more um, dark energies that want to compete with that and souls on the earth that in the living that are rebelling against the higher shift. They feel it. It bugs them. They don't know why, and they may act out. The light will win. The light will prevail. We are going to have peace on earth. Um, But meanwhile, we've all got to do our parts, and it starts with ourselves. That's beautifully said. Um, I'm so glad that you both were with us today. This has been really enlightening. And, of course, I'll have you both back again as guests. Um, to talk about Mark I want to have you back specifically to talk about your book because that fascinates me I didn't even realize you'd written a book like that and had that was so well endorsed I think a lot of people are anxious to get more information about how they can take care of their bodies and and nourish them properly and be healthy and balanced so we'll be looking forward to doing that look forward to it thank you both for being here consider yourselves hugged and and uh, we'll be thank you Roberta hugs back Hugs back as well. This has been Roberta Grimes uh, on Seek Reality, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Hasn't this been fun? Never forget. Wonderful. (laughs) Never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, you never will end. And when you really get what that means, I mean, deeply understand it in your heart, it will change everything in your life for the better because what it does is it helps you realize that you are eternal truly you are eternal you're indestructible and nothing will be the same in your life again you feel so good so healthy so powerful and so full of love and that's what i wish for all of you 
Next week, our guest is going to be our wonderful friend, Dr. R. Craig Hogan, another frequent guest. He's president of the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, or AREI, and the AREI Symposium just ended, was September 15 to 17 of 2017. It was absolutely fantastic. Both Suzanne and Mark were there, and they both made a big splash. It was wonderful. This was the best one we've ever done. We tried to cap attendance at 500 because that was the hotel ballroom's limit, but we ended up with more like 525, and it was truly and profoundly a love fest. I mean, you could feel it in the hallways. Everybody was smiling and laughing, and it, it's just I've just been reading some of the reviews from the attendees. It was truly wonderful. And there was some groundbreaking stuff done in the area of communication. That's one of the things I want Craig to talk with us about next week. Um, you really, you don't want to miss this. This is going to be great. Of course, this week we've been speaking with Suzanne Wilson and Mark Pitstick about the topic of mental illness and the afterlife. If you have a loved one struggling with mental illness, you, you really need to think more sincerely and more concretely about getting them positive help because help is available. And please understand above all that it doesn't, it's just the brain. The brain is temporary. The person's mind is eternal and that mind is whole and healthy. If you have a loved one who died, um, you know, with a mental illness, don't worry about that person because they are deeply loved and their minds are eternal. So they're getting expert care. It really, truly is all good and you have nothing whatsoever to fear. You know what all my books are. And of course, if you ever need to contact me or would like to or just want to say howdy, just send a contact through robertagrimes.com. I do answer all contacts. Sometimes it takes a few days, though. I get so many. And for now, please have a wonderful, wonderful week in our one reality, always knowing that you, you are truly a powerful, eternal being. Nothing can ever harm you. And you in particular are infinitely loved. We'll see you next week.